0: Come on, let's go. By shortwave broadcast, direct from important overseas capitals, we are about to
1: broadcast
2: this moment in our history. Hello
0: and welcome to the History Workshop Podcast. I'm Mary Beth Hamilton. Today we hear an oral history of Ridley Road Market in East London in a piece made for us by the audio producer May Robson. Ridley Road has recently gained attention as the subject of a new BBC drama about the revival of fascism in 1960s London and the anti-fascist action taken by the Jewish community in East London. Ridley Road Market has been around for almost 140 years and has been described as a hub of connection, interconnections and social interaction. Historically, And today, the market is run by and for diverse communities and forms a public space that is political. Like many markets, however, Ridley Road is at risk from regeneration, gentrification, and social cleansing. In this episode, we hear local residents' memories of Ridley Road's anti-fascist history and the struggles that market traders face today from gentrification to lockdown. We begin with Tamara Stoll, a photographer and oral historian who works in Ridley Road Market and is part of the Save Ridley Road campaign.
3: My name is Tamara and I, I'm i an artist and a photographer and I have a workspace on the second floor of the Ridley Road shopping village, which is halfway down the market. So we're sitting here in my studio on the second floor We can hear the market noises downstairs. I moved to Hackney about ten years, over ten years ago, and when I was living on Kingsland High Street, I started going down to the market very early in the morning when traders were setting up their stalls. I initially just took my camera there, but very soon I started having conversations with traders and they were telling me about the history of Ridley Road.
4: As I said, I am born and bred in Ridley Road. Never wanted to work any other market but Ridley Road. And I'm what they call a one-market guy. I mean, I'm happy. We we come from a very big family. At one time, I think my actual granddad, I think we had seven fruit stalls in Ridley Road Market, just seven alone. And there was probably four or five big families at that time. And and the big families was, was the Julians, which obviously I'm one of them. And then we had the Mayos. And then we had the Mosleys. Uh, and then we had the canes, and we had the wades. And it was all basically had five or six stalls each, and it was it was a family, very family-run market. As time has gone on, obviously, we've got loads of different nationalities that we've built up over the years that's become market traders, whether it be the Asians, or the Turkish people, or the West Indian people, or Eastern European people. You know, it's, it's just different.
3: So yeah, the market is in Hackney in Dawson. It's just opposite Dawston Kingsland Station, and it's been around for about 150
1: years. The market used to be on the road before mm. cars came, and it got pushed into Ridley Road because Big started off with cars and you used to have to fight for your pitch. And great granddad, he was a good fighter, so he got a nice little pitch up the top, and that was it. And then it got regulated, mm. and here we are now a really diverse market. There's
3: so many different cultures, people from so many different countries who've made their homes and their communities here and who work and live with each other. And I think this is really what makes Ridley Road very special.
2: Now is a mix up. It's a mix up. you got black people, white people come in. You know, when you get used to the people in the area and the customers sometimes, it's, it turns to family thing, you know. And my children, to come here is easy for them after school. They are comfortable in the place. People know them, they don't get lost anywhere. They say, the, oh, various children. Or if I see my friend's children, say, oh, what's your dad, what's your mom? So to know that, yeah, this is the kind of family thing, you know, we know each other.
3: I decided to go to the local archives and library and read about the history of Ridley Road. And very soon I found out that actually not that much is written about the market's history. At this point I decided maybe it's time to write about the history of the market. And I was speaking to so many different people, traders and customers, local people. And I think it was a real
1: education. In... Those days, there were a lot of Jewish people living in in this area. People going across Graham Road towards Sandringham Road. That was predominantly Jewish. They had their own synagogues there. And also, uh, the Jewish people from Stamford Hill found it convenient to come to Ridley Road straight ride on the bus. There were other markets, but Ridley Road was special because there were Jewish butchers there. There was chicken stall keepers who only sold kosher chickens.
3: In the forties and fifties, I think it was mainly a Jewish market, and basically Oswald Mosley, who was a fascist, who wanted to turn Britain to you know into a fascist country he held rallies here on Ridley Road.
1: That was a very very sad period because they congregated at the beginning of Colveston Crescent and they gathered there the fascists and they had their box that they stood up on. Some of them had like an extended ladder so that they could lean on it and do their stuff and there was always, always fighting broke out. It was really, really tough, and you were a little bit afraid.
3: And he chose this area because it was a Jewish area, it was a multicultural area, and he came here with
1: the black shirts and were preaching hate. in the yids, the yids, we must get rid of the yids. And the police not saying a word. And I thought to myself, well, well, that is frustration. These lads who had been in the Navy, Army, Air Force, had fought fascism, had volunteered to go anywhere in the world to make their contribution against fascism. They fought in Burma. And um, the fascists were on the streets, provoking these type of people. So I continued to go down to Ridley Road and um, I used to frustrate them because I was this little boy who used to be everywhere. The
3: resistance was very strong here in Hackney and one of the things that I just found really inspiring was a 36-hour, I think, demonstration that was held on Ridley Road in the early 60s ...by lots of different local groups. So there was different churches, there was different political groups... ...from communists to conservatives and everything in between... ...who basically took over the street... ...to make sure that Oswald Mosley and the Blackshirts couldn't turn up... ...to hold their speeches but there was a lot of other things as well. So there was a group of young Hackney teenagers and they walked from Ridley Road to Parliament Square. It was a silent walk and they handed over a letter to the Prime Minister at the time asking to prohibit hate speech. Another thing was the groups of Jewish ex-servicemen and they would basically infiltrate the crowd and would start fights and... Every time Mosley spoke on Ridley Road, fights would break out. Apparently, he never managed to finish any of his speeches. And I think that's just, you know, such an incredible resistance. You know, it was a collective thing. It wasn't just... A small group of people. It was a cross-section of the community. Yeah, I think we can learn a lot from what's happened on Ridley Road on a sort of community campaign, protest level. Road. Road. But I think we all know that Cities and especially London, and especially Hackney has changed so much and I think what's really difficult and what's the real problem is that this change is not led by the people who live there and I feel like it's more and more difficult for people to make a living here and Ridley Road has always been a working class market, and it's 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 well known for ...the diverse products on sale... ...but it's also well known for being an affordable market... ...and it's a fruit and veg market... ...you can get really healthy fruit and veg... ...for an affordable price... ...and that's key... ...that's key for everyone who's on a low income... ...and I think that's the case for a lot of people... ...and so I think generally there's a sense... ...that London is a city now... ...that's not for average people anymore... And that, I think, connected with housing makes it really difficult for people to live here and for a community to thrive, people need opportunities but people also need to be able to make a home for themselves and to have some stability and security. So I think Ridley Road has given that to communities over the years. (laughs)
1: There's not going to be a lot of history if we carry on the way we're going. That's what I'm saying, because I think it's just getting worse and worse. I don't think there'll be a market here for a lot longer.
4: Finish. Finish. Market finish. <laughs> no, there's no future here. market never get back to the way it was. No way.
3: At the beginning of 2020, so just before the pandemic started, Hackney Council updated their regulations for market traders and what was originally, I think, a five-page document turned into a 30-page document. The Safe Road campaign group, together with traders and the Traders Association, we understood that market traders were losing quite a lot of the rights that they were having at the time. Uh, A lot of the market traders were in their 60s and 70s, even 80s. And a lot of them haven't come back now after the pandemic. So there were so many different things going on with lockdowns, with restrictions on trade, with market trade already being quite difficult before lockdown, that now the market is smaller than it was before the pandemic. I think traders have found um, yeah, trade quite slow. As part of the Good Growth Fund that was given by Sadiq Khan's office and that was uh, matched with Hackney Council's money as well to improve the market, so that was f- £1.5 million. Pounds. Um, what's happening currently is that the Hackney Council released this Dalston plan, which is also available online, And um, Ridley Road is basically part of the Storston plan. And from what I understand, the whole of the north side of Ridley Road has been um, marked as a site for development, an opportunity site for development, which to us as a campaign group seems really difficult because we can't see how development would not disrupt the market. Then again, the Kingsland Shopping Centre, which is sort of on the south side on Ridley Road with the parking space, that's been marked for a large-scale development with 500 new flats. Again, as a campaign group, we find that really difficult because it will change the area beyond recognition, really. And we wonder how much input or need of the local community have been considered.
2: I've been trading in this market since 2016. In lockdown, well, it was bad. We had a bad time. We heard about millions of pounds that invest to improve Ridley Market. What that improvement mean? Yeah, I don't understand. This is not improvement for help the market traders. It's the improvement to help the council to get the Ridley Road? Empty, so that they can do whatever they want to. I don't know their plan. I'm not happy about this. Honestly, I'm not happy because I know the end of it. I'm the loser. It's the damage that really uh, the Hackney Council could do to that in
4: try to basically revamp the market in a way that would be unworkable uh, and outprice itself. That's what worries us. But I don't trust this council. And as I said, I've been in in this market 50 years. Worked here all my life. I was born and bred in the other end of the market. And hackney Council has never really been a very convincing comforting council
3: regeneration you know the council would call it regeneration is is not just putting money into something, and what I see here is that it's the traders and businesses that really know best what needs improvement and what they need and how the market can function better and i and I find that the consultations don't really pick up on these things, and so I wonder what what's the problem? Are the consultations not done in a way that they um, sort of understand the needs of the businesses, the small businesses, and the market traders here? Why are they not being put into action?
2: But well, let them know that we are surviving here with all our family. We don't have nothing else to survive on bondage. Imagine some people, they retire in the market. You didn't get education for something that you can do to survive. You only educate yourself to be in the market. Now you retire. They couldn't even find another thing to do. So they have to come back and stay with us for the day for nothing. We're not paying them, but they, come they feel more comfortable remaining remain here instead of going staying home. What are they going to do? We don't have nothing else. Again, this is our life. Marketing is our life. We want to remain in this market, but right now they are killing the market. With all this design that they do, or from the front to the back, there's nothing to do to help the market.
3: What I've learned is that the term community, or the, the idea of community, it's, it's a long-term and slow process, and it's an action as well, and... When I look at Ridley Road Market, I see a lot of small businesses and um, a lot of family businesses and how market traders and shopkeepers also help each other out, how there's community amongst traders and shopkeepers, but also how Ridley Road is a social space, a cultural space, so people come here, they might do their shopping, but they might stay for a couple of hours and meet people. I see people every day, people meet, people play games, people sit and drink and talk. I don't see many other spaces in Hackney where this is still possible without having to spend too much money. And that's something that's basically under threat just as much as the businesses. I wonder how Hackney Council could give more support to these small local businesses in their operation and for them to grow.
2: All we want is to stay here and then survive. That's the only thing, we pray for that. And then we beg the council to help us to stand for us, to remain in our small place where we can survive with our family. That's the only thing we pray for.
0: Many thanks to May Robson and to the residents and market traders of Ridley Road Market for this episode of the History Workshop podcast. You can buy Tamara Stoll's oral history, Ridley Road Market, either online or at Party Party on Ridley Road itself. Please visit our website, historyworkshop.org.uk. You can find us on Twitter at HistoryWO and on Facebook and Instagram as History Workshop. This is the History Workshop podcast. I'm Mary Beth Hamilton. Thanks for listening.